welcome to The Broken Arrow, a traditional bow hunting podcast with your hosts, Schaefer Magnet and Chris Seacole. Brought to you by Addictive Archery, Safari Tough, and Great Northern Quivers. Starting now, we got Colton and Bob on <laughs> again. Hey, the third intro. What's up, fellas? <laughs> I, was, oh, yeah, I, I was waiting on Bob. Yeah, it looked like, uh, it looked like Colton was going to go for it. You guys, you guys have been so removed from society, you don't even know how to talk right now. No, we don't. We've forgotten conversation. Convers- uh, con- I can't even talk, but a uh, conversational turn taking has never been my strong point. That's okay. Uh, how, how, first off, before we get into bear hunting, how was it just being out of society for, was it two weeks or longer? Bob was three, I think. Uh, I was three door to door. So I was what, I suppose 18 or something like yeah. actually in, in the bushes. But That's like a like- society cleanse right there. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Colton had service and and everything, and August, I, I guess August and some other people had service, so they'd like get it up on the ridge or like when they went, you know, went went out hunting or whatnot. And I did not, uh, and I was just like, darn. I guess I just won't look at the internet. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> I would send out like a round of messages on the inReach each day to like the parents and Chicky, and then pretty much still alive. Don't content. worry. Yeah, just like everything's okay. Don't worry. Awesome. I don't know. His, uh, dad texted me at one point. Was just like, "Are you is Bob by himself?" And I'm like, "No, we're, we're over here." He's like, "Oh, I I haven't heard from him." I was worried. Yeah, apparently Chicky was too. Apparently, I, apparently more than one round every day or so would be appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> one text message per day, not enough. Not dead. Still living. Yeah. Imagine back in the day when that sucker had to get carried by like a carrier pigeon. Yeah. Or the dudes that would go out for months on end and you don't know what your husband's doing or if he's alive or not. And then all of a sudden, boom, he shows up. Hey, I'm here. Got some pelts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. I read, a, I read a bunch of books when I was in the tree stand and I read one about Daniel Boone and that son of a gun left for like three years when he went to like check out Kentucky. What book like, is that? His wife and like then sent back for and was like, Hey, come on down. Like, it's pretty nice down here, but it's just three years. Do you think he like found it in like two months and then waited like another Uh, 10 months? to? I think it took him like three months to kind of get into Kentucky. And then, yeah, they hung out for a couple of years before they went. Found some, (laughs) I I can't say the, I I can't say the word. I was going to say it's not politically correct anymore. Found some uh, ladies and hung out a little bit. And then he probably left on mother's day and opted. It wasn't a good idea to go back. Yeah, no, no, he's just busy getting chased around by Indians, really. But so anyway, yeah, yeah. So Anyhow. what book was that? While we're on it, uh, it was a, just a Daniel Boone something or other. I read a so, bunch of books. So I'm on like a. Uh, I haven't brought this up to Schaefer yet, but I have this idea of having like a uh, a book segment for this podcast sooner or later. I know Colton and I have talked about books. You turned me on to uh, was it Man Made of Elk? Yeah, Colton, you yeah. turned me on to yeah. that one, and and there's been so many good books. I know the one by that noted author Bob Smith. That's a good one. <laughs> I've read that um, one. Quiver full yeah. of arrows. Quiver full of arrows. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to do a book segment someday. Someday, maybe. 
Because there's a lot of good traditional archery books out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Back to bears. Back to bears. Back Sorry, to I'm bears. getting a good high on right now from that. The, dipping those arrows before this podcast was not a good move. <laughs> you little crush. Thank goodness it's water uh, water based. Then what are you getting high on? I'm polycrylic. That's bothering Dude, it, it, it's like three feet from me. There's like yeah. no fresh. scent there. Oh, there's a scent. I stained I stained a set last night for the 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 Compton giveaway that we should mention. We're gonna this is kind of pre pre premature, but um, I'll have arrows done for Etar, and they're gonna do a raffle to give away some arrows. So I talked to Brian last night briefly about it. I'm not not sure in the details yet, but there's gonna be a set of arrows out there. If somebody wants to take a chance on them. Um, but yeah, I stained them last night. And my whole basement stunk stunk like stain. I haven't done stain in a while. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Bears. You Bears. guys went to where'd you go? Idaho. Idaho. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed in location Idaho. in Idaho. How was Idaho. it? It was good, man. I've been there like coming up on a decade, and you know, it's finally starting to work out, I think. How how many times have you been successful out there before this season? Me personally? Yeah, just just you. Because Colton uh, kills stuff all the time. We know I, he <laughs> <laughs> I think I killed the first one there with a bow, like in year six. Okay. Yeah, year six, I think. Five. Year Five before last. No. Yeah, so I must have been six. Okay. I think it was year six that I killed the first one with a bow. So, so you, you put know, some effort not in. Bad. Not yeah. bad, uh, you know. Yep. But I want to tell the the quick story of that whenever he did kill his bear we only had one i think we had six baits out and one was getting hit yeah so i didn't have a place to hunt so uh i just was taking a nap in camp and he went hunting and after six years of hunting over there hunting his ass off he come walking back into camp like with two hours of daylight left and i was like what what happened what, what's going on you know i was all excited and he's like we're gonna run out of bears before august gets here is all he had to say <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean? What happened? I was like, I killed one. <laughs> Nonchalant. Love it. Oh, awesome. That is great. That is awesome. So, so just to uh I mean we don't have to go into much detail on this. How much did it mean how much dedication does it take to keep these baits going? Because I think from my understanding, it's a long drive for everybody. Yeah, and Colton, you're 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 out there before everybody a couple times, right? Uh, this time we didn't. It seemed like we would always uh, kind of run them for three weeks or so. And then it ended up, if they were hitting really, really good, I live about 400 miles away. Okay. So it, it's a, I don't know, an eight-hour drive or so for me to get over there and, and check them. So I was going over on the weekends to check them and, and run them and whatnot. And, and you know, uh, with three baits, you know, you get three bait permits. So I, you can only take bait into the ones with your bait permit. So I'd go over and, you know, keep three running. And then whenever someone else came and could run them, you know, we'd get the other three going and, you know, whatever. So that's, that's kind of, you got to play around with that too. You, you can't legally bait someone else's bait, but, uh, so yeah, it, it was, it was a couple weekends of driving 16 hour round trip to, to check everything and getting all the baits. And, and I mean, you think of a, a barrel or whatever you put, I don't know. What would you say, Bob, 70 pounds of bait to get one going? Yeah, I mean, I would figure on fifty for sure. Ten gallons would be like a good, a good minimum starter. What do you, what do you get in? Like, what do you just like got yeah. a big jug of bait and you're just hiking it back there? 
like a big I do, uh, real specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I do. Uh, it sounded it sounded technical, didn't it? <laughs> In your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do like a contractor bag when I when I'm running baits. I like to do a contractor bag, and I got a big Alaska uh, uh, Cabela's Alaska tooth exterior frame pack. Yeah, you just dropped the dedicated just for bait, and I run a contractor bag in it or a five gallon uh, bucket inside mm-hmm. it, and then two five gallon buckets. You know, one in each hand. And contractor and bags ain't small either. No. no, I mean, they're 55 gallon, but obviously you ain't putting that much in, you know, I mean, depending on the bait, I mean, Bob's got one that I, I wouldn't want to carry more than 40 pounds into. We did like 50, 60 one day and about died. I bitched the entire time. <laughs> we did. I, well, we carried like a, we did like 50 a piece. So we carried like a hundred pounds in. All right. Can you guys hear that rumbling? No. Good. Cause I, I have a new air handler. I just put in it, it. It's running right now. It's pretty loud. Just want to make sure. All right. Carry on. I- but yeah, like you will run, you know, uh, one or two trips of that. If you're just running the baits, you know, yeah. depending on, you know, you go down there with, with one, one load and if they're just cleaning you out, cause you really don't want your baits to get cleaned out. If they get cleaned out and the bear walks clear, wherever they're coming from mm-hmm. over to check it and there ain't no bait in it, you know, they might not come back for a while. And if they come back two or three times and, and there ain't no bait in it, they might not ever come back. So you really, it's, it's a it's a huge logistics game of, of keeping bait in the barrels and, and, you know, having the manpower on the ground to, to get the bait to the barrels and kind of keeping it. It's kind of the fun part of it though. You're like, okay, we got six baits out together and you can carry bait for somebody, but they have to be there whenever you're baiting their barrel. You can't go bait their barrel, you know, legally. So then it's like a huge logistics game. Like, you know, taking bait here, taking bait there. We, we get up at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and we're going to go set it too. So what bait are we going to take? Are we going to split up? We're going to go ham and put a hundred pounds in one bait. And that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. It was, it, the fun was when there was like five of us. <laughs> this yeah. year, the, yeah. the last couple of years I've been there, we've, been, we've done two guys and then you got to do the, then you have to really pick. Yeah. Are we going to call a haul a hundred into this one? Or are we both going to go do a separate one before we hunt? But, is it yeah. kind of like a hanging hunt when you got like six trees to choose from and you just keep bouncing back and forth through all six and then eventually you finally just choose one to sit in? Uh, I mean, we have the trees picked out, Shaver. I meant baiting. It's like you had to choose which one to bait. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta pick which one. Or, but if you had before, we'd have more guys. So like each guy would just run bait because there'd be everybody would pretty much every bait would have a guy on it. So you'd be able to just like oh, carry gotcha. went to hunt. But when you only got two guys, you got to like pick one you're going to go and check or whatever. Or if somebody shoots one, which you want, it really makes it a long day. Because like you get up in the morning to go do the bear and then do the bait and then do the hunt. But yeah, I shot that bear in the morning. Bob went to bed at like two. I went to bed at like midnight, 1230 and uh, got up at two and went and hunted that. Killed that bear at like five. And then come back and got Bob at, I don't know, 6.30 or so, 7. Yeah. And then we packed all that bear out. Uh, we packed bait in, I think we did. Packed bait in to the bait. Since every time you go into a bait, you got to take bait. Yeah. You know, it's just, you're walking there anyways. Might as well take I it, I think yeah. we did. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember if we did or not. But yeah, every time you go in, you try. Or, and then we baited it heavy, and then I had sat it. 
and I didn't see, I sat there three times and didn't see any bears. But then when I checked that camera, they'd been hitting it hard in the morning. So then you went like the next day. Yeah, I guess we, we, we didn't record that, that part, but, uh, yeah, I hunted that, that morning, me and Bob was going to do the changing of the guards where I yeah. set the first half of the day and he was going to set the second half of the day. We were fed up. It was, I mean, it was nine days in or whatever. And, and we'd both seen just a, a couple bears. I think Bob only seen one, the one he shot. Yeah. So we were like, all right, the gloves are coming off. We're going to set daylight till dark on this bait. Cause they were hitting it randomly, like 6 a.m., 11 a.m., five. But of course, every evening you said it, they would, they just scent check you. You know, they just do a big circle to make sure they're in a, I don't know if they're looking for a hunter. I'd be hard pressed for you to convince me that they're looking for a hunter, but I think they're looking for what bears are on that bait. If there's bait there, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I think hunters is, yeah, we went in there. Sorry, what was that, Bob? I said I, I don't think hunter, looking for hunters is their number one priority for scent checking. I think it's just somewhere down the list somewhere. Okay. Yeah, scent checking. Like they're looking, they're looking, looking for other bears, dominant bears, or, or whatever. Yeah, to see if there's bait there, looking for other bears, and then that gotcha. you're there. But yeah, you know, I got up at you know two hours of sleep or whatever, and Bob had you know two hours of sleep, and I come and got him, and we packed all that bear out and didn't get back till that after uh, midday and got everything you know, ice down, blah, blah, blah. And we jumped up in a tree stand and I actually walked halfway to my bait and laid down and took a nap for an hour, set an alarm. I was so tired. And, uh, Bob ended up killing a bear that night. So then yeah. in the morning we had to get up before we did anything else. We ran bait before we went hunted and had to go pack a bear out. So that was a, that was a hell of a couple of days. Jeez, yeah, we did, we do, was it three, must've been three bears in four days. I think. I think there was a day between the first one I shot and yours. Did you guys take any time off, like rest days or anything? No, no. Holy no. crap! You guys got to be tired. Well, when you're hardcore, yeah, you're hardcore, Chris. I like it. <laughs> Caffeination of uh, you're choice. Hardcore, if you're not hardcore, as <laughs> how, much, how much coffee do you have? Uh, some. Oh. <laughs> not enough. No. All right. Yeah, it definitely isn't a, a hunt where, you know, I got back to work and everyone's like, oh, you, you know, they think you've been on vacation and you're just like, last night was the most n- sleep I've got since, since I went hunting. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> this is, this is a nice, easy day of manual labor. It's nice to have a break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it's so good to be back. Don't even bring a donut into the work. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. So, so Bob. Wait. So we we who 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 Bob? You went first. You or no? Colt Colton, you shot a bear first, right? Or Bob did. Bob did. I shot first. So how'd that go down? Uh, so we pretty much. I guess we'll I'll back up. Sorry, we'll start at the beginning. I think you come the first. We all started baits the same weekend, right? Yeah, well, I yeah. came over. A week before I, I actually came over to hunt and ran a bait, me and Carrie for three days. Let, let, me, let, right. me, let me let me stop you guys right there. Colton, when you're driving out there previous to the hunt to 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 set up baits, like how long are you guys staying out there? You guys staying out there for like just two days or three or like you camp a couple uh, days? I took a Friday off. The fir- first year I went out there, I didn't take Friday off, I don't believe, or I might uh-huh. have. But we're staying Friday, Saturday, and then leaving Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of make it a mini vacation, even though you're actually kind of working on baits and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. 
So I think we we both got out there at the same time and started baits. And then me and Chicky kind of hung out. She come out. So we did, you know, some touristy stuff, looked at some high mountain lake, all that good stuff for the first yeah. five days. Kind of just uh, ran some baits, got all that stuff ready to go, got bait soaking. Um, so then I think I started on day, it was basically a week after I got there that I started hunting um, after she got to the airport and stuff. And uh, yeah, I sat. I sat seven days and didn't see a bear. One busted behind me at one point. I didn't see it. Um, it was a bear, but yeah. I said it's, so it's hard to say. It was it was definitely a bear. It was like within 10 yards, I would say. Okay, okay. But, and then day eight, I saw a bear. Um, I'd set up on some, like, there's a nice grassy slope, which I thought the bears wouldn't want to come in on, like, to scent track and go through. But she ended up coming from back there. So I watched her kind of zigzag for 30 minutes, sent checking along this little grassy slope behind me. And uh, once she got within like 10, she definitely noticed that I was up in a tree. She looked up at the tree, looked mm -hmm. up into the tree, but didn't pay much attention. And then ended up walking up the trail that you would like walk in to like the stand in the bait. Like if you walk past the stand, you go to the bait. Um, so she come on, on that trail at four yards or something, and then ended up right under the tree at a yard or whatever. And it was kind of sniffing around and looked up at me a couple of times, kind of thought I maybe had a shot at one point and then thought that was kind of not the best angle. So, uh, was going to wait cause I figured she was just going to end up at the barrel at that point. And, uh, she bluff bailed on me, which, uh, that's a new term we're coining, uh, bluff bail. She, she just hauled ass down this log about, I don't know, 20 yards maybe is all, just into the thick stuff, and then, like, stopped to see if I was going to, like, do anything about it. Like, chase her or, you know, just sit in the tree like a... She was taunting you. Yeah, yeah. She, and, then, and then, like, she seen I didn't do nothing, and she kind of, like, psyched herself up. Like, she snapped like, her teeth and kind of, like, woofed a couple of times. Hey, Bob. Oh, oh yeah, you ain't, <laughs> yeah. You ain't shit, at, are you? Look, look at me, Bob. <laughs> look yeah. at me. Look at me. You ain't going to do nothing. And then she just, like, after she psyched herself up, she just walked pretty much straight to the barrel broadside. So the poor gal did not, did all that work and never did get a get a bite of the bait because I just zipped her at 12 before she... 12, 12 yards. <laughs> there. But, uh, yeah. How, how was the shot? Pretty good? Yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, pretty much right where I was wanting it to go. And she went... I mean, I pretty much knew she was dead. It was, it was all... It was all those cold shot challenges you did to to prep you for that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't shoot her in the junk like that cold shot challenge. <laughs> but, uh, she would have been transitioning. Yeah, which, which really I think is a measure of my skill. I can cold shot in the groin, and then you know transfer you go to hunting and just you. Know, I, I don't know. That was a, that was a pretty good shot, man. Yeah, that, shot. that was that was like spot on. Mm hmm. But yeah, no, it was it was a good shot. It was definitely one of those like you know she's dead before it even hits her. Like it's you just in the air. And you're beautiful. Like, you hear a death moan. And uh, yeah, I don't know. She she ran about she ran about fifteen yards and then stopped and then kind of did like the you know like got woozy and then just gave it the beans for uh, I suppose she went fifty maybe and death moan. So you heard the death moan. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, so it doesn't get a whole lot easier than that. She stayed no. up on bridge. She didn't. Uh, she didn't go bomb bombing off into the abyss or nothing. So that was good. 
Did so you, you can, follow a blood trail at all? I mean, it sounds like you knew where she generally was. Yep. Yep. No, we did follow blood. There's a lot of good blood, I would say. I would say it was a lot of good a lot of blood. What what about Broadhead? What were you using? Uh the VPA three blade. Okay. Big or small? Or uh, standard uh, or big? I guess it's the well inch and a quarter. It's the inch and a quarter. It's not the three hundred grain inch and a half, or it's the inch yeah. and a quarter. What uh yeah. it, so sorry, go ahead. I said, which I guess are the big ones, unless you're talking about the super, the super mag 300s, which, yeah. yeah. So what, what's, what's Idaho's rules? Like, can you part them out and, and quarter them out and get them out of there? Or do you have to take them out whole? No, no, you, you can part them out. Okay. You're technically not, you're not legally required to take meat. Actually. Interesting. Here. Wow. Interesting. I believe you just have to show. It just you know, just have to take the swizzle stick and put a tag on it. <laughs> probably could. Well, you got to have the skull too because they pull a tooth when you register it. Oh, so. cool, cool. Yeah, evidence of sex on the hide too. Yeah. Do, do they? Uh, well, hide with skull in it is what you're required to have. When they pull a tooth, do they get? Do they get back to you on age and stuff like that, or do you never hear back from? Them? No, I haven't. I also I've never heard. No, I don't think they send you back. I, uh, it's That's not too bad. Of, it would be kind of cool to hear some history behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And for the record, we pack out all the meat. <laughs> yes, yes. I said we're not required yeah. to. Not right. required. Yeah. I, I picked up on that. I, I, I don't see you guys leaving any food behind. No, no we no. take the ribs and everything. I've got yeah. a cool picture. There's a, a like the gut ball, like not perforated or nothing, just like the like the, the gut ball, no yeah. ribs, like three quarters of the spine because we took the neck meat bone in. Yeah. And then like the pelvis and that's it. We took the ribs. We took everything off. Strip of it. that clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. Did you guys do the ribs? Yeah. yeah How are they? At camp there. They're good. Stellar. They are good, man. Schaefer, did you get ribs? It was the one downside of having a meat processor. processor oh, just, I told him just do as normal. It's unacceptable. It you should have said do the ribs. At night. <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> Ribs weren't in the norm, huh? No, no. I got three bags worth of just like stew meat, which I'm assuming the rib meat is in. Probably. Probably. Oh Still man, so, so well, so, that's a you can ease into it, Shade. Yeah. yeah. So bear down. We got a bear down. What's next? What happened? So, so I go driving back to camp. So I don't know this one. I, I picked the shittiest road to drive up and I thought, well, if I put two baits up there, it'll be more worthwhile. But instead it was just a long ass time every time. <laughs> so I would, Colton would always be back like a half hour before me minimum. Mm-hmm. So I suppose I get back at like 1030 and oh, you know, I shot one. Blah, blah, blah. Death moan. Well, we're going to get it tonight. And I said, well, yeah. <laughs> so then you load back up in the rig and drive. 45 minutes back up the hill to walk 45 minutes into the spot to cut up the bear. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was pretty smooth going because you knew she was dead in a, you know, short tracking job and it was all downhill afterwards. But I don't know what time we get. I think we were coming back down the hill at like two 30 or three. We were laying there just kind of soaking it all in that we were in the Idaho back country loaded down with bear. And it was like two 30 AM. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Fucking out. Awesome. 
How, yeah. Was it was it pretty dark or was it was it kind of mellow? No, I think it was pretty dark. We didn't have a lot of good starry nights. Okay. Um, prior to shooting that sun, that bear, it. Uh, I mean, usually you get like I would say, especially later in the month, you get like smaller, like just smaller showers that come through instead mm-hmm. of like a lot of heavy rain. And we had had heavy rain a day, and then it was like three days of rain, and it was like a high of fifty at best, and it like get into the like low thirties at night. It was not. <laughs> It was not a real enjoyable. It's not like good bear weather. Yeah, right. They didn't care for it much. I didn't either. But so, <laughs> so, so uh, I, an important question we didn't ask: What were you hunting with? What was her name? Norma Jean. Oh, okay. Just checking. Do we want yeah. to know the backstory? Where did Norma Jean uh, come from? I mean, the backstory—it's it's the bow I shot my buck with last fall. As Excellent. far as the name, uh, I was watching. I seen they had that. Uh, Marilyn Monroe documentary on Netflix last season. Last year must have been before October because I think I made the bow in October to hunt in October. And uh, the documentary was awful, but I found out her name was legal name was Barbara Jean or Norma Jean. And I I quit watching it after that. It was like ten minutes in. So Marilyn Monroe is Norma Jean. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe's. That was a good call on her part. Norma Jean is not nearly as nice as Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. I like Norma Jean. She's I mean, my Norma Jean girl. is good looking. You know? <laughs> Pretty girl. Yeah. So, no, yeah, that's it. Colton, what were you hunting with? I was hunting with Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> She's a fine girl. <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Still uh, Crocodile Dundee, Sheila. Barry, Barry, let them know what's up with it. This story's uh, before. that uh that uh um yeah I know I know exactly yeah you told the story before but you should reiterate yeah. just in case somebody's missed it this is a great story trans the the dude was trying to <laughs> the dude was trying to, uh, to hit on him at the bar and he was all for it and the, the cab driver is like that's a guy and he's like no and he walks up and just just dumps <laughs> it and just grabs it and uh. And he said, that's not a Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> so so Sheila is just a just a hot lady, huh? Yeah, Sheila. Yeah, just a just an Australian woman. Cause uh yeah. that Asianic water buffalo that I brought back from Australia. A horn on the front and the tips. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's so yeah. good. Norma Jean is rocking some of that Asiatic water buffalo horn too. So no wonder they got they got they got it all going on. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> so good. Um, so so bears packed out, and that is day eight for you, right? Yeah. So yeah. so what was what was next to go on? And, and I guess we should say who do you want you guys want to tell us who was with you at this point? Was it it was just the two years? Did you guys have some other people with you? No, it's just it was just me and me and Colton. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. All right, cool. So um Day eight happens. <laughs> what do you mean? Is there other people? <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know if there was anybody involved. Anybody else involved? Just check it. There's just Nor- Norma Jean, Sheila, Colton, and Bob. Yeah, yeah. Four. August had been there prior too, um, and was kind of hunting like that first week. I was running more so running baits. He was right. that was the week he was there hunting, um, so, and then he pretty much left about the time Colton got there. Okay, so, so this is just two dudes and two fine ladies at this point. Two, two dudes and. 
two dudes, two fighting. Well, Daphne was hanging out, but she never left camp. Um, oh, she's or, lazy. She's she's too pretty to just get left behind like that. But that happens. I I can't I can't be mixing up the girls. I got to stick with them. So. Yeah, oh. dedicated man. So anyway, right. moving on. Okay, what happened on day nine? Day nine. Day nine. I put the meat to the locker, and I went to the shit bait, and then that's when I found out uh, I didn't see a bear again. But that's when I we checked the camera. I, when I checked the camera, I seen that that blonde bear had been coming in the last two mornings and was getting chased by some boars, like in the in the camera. Um, so that's when we got the uh, got the inkling to go hunter the next day. But that's also the first time I saw Chuck, Chuck the Chuck the mule deer buck. Um, so I didn't see any bears the first eight days, but I seen a nice looking bull moose from the tree stand somewhere in there, like right out the gate at like forty yards. I seen a couple of cow elk come by, and then I was sitting there on day nine and thought, oh, here comes a bear. No bears coming. Like I look through the bushes and I'm like, oh, it's a mule deer buck. That's cool. Maybe I can get a picture. It's coming pretty close. And the sucker like cuts at a 45 degree angle, like right to my tree. And I'm like, well, this is going to be, I should be able to get a picture now. He come and just like lick my, like where I'd peed on the ground for 40 minutes. The stand is like eight foot off the ground. So he's like, I don't know, five five foot from my feet and <laughs> eight what? foot from my face when I'm sitting there. And he was there for 40 minutes tearing up the ground. Apparently what'd he had a real salt addiction. What'd you, uh, what'd you drink the night before? I don't even know. I'm sure some beer, but <laughs> <laughs> he just hung out. We have pictures of him on the, on the barrel eating bear bait. Uh, Colton took some salt in for him in a glove and he found that shit in what? Five minutes, Colton. Oh man. Yeah. I, he, when I said before I killed my bear, he came in and was just, you'd hear him just licking those branches that you peed on. Yeah. And I was like, this poor guy, he really needs some salt. So I brought him some the next time we come in. Yeah. He's oh. sucking up Bob's piss. This is not right. Yeah. The poor guy. And then like, you know, it gets to dark. They leave and he finally leaves and it gets close to dark and you hear some stuff walking through the woods. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's game time. Here comes a bear. It's freaking Chuck. And he just stands at 20 yards, and I was like, well, I guess I'm, I, I got to get down. I'm just going to, you know, he'll spook or whatever. He just watched me get out of the tree, pack my crap up, care. walk up the hill. Where did the uh, the name <laughs> Chuck come from? He, he probably knew that I had, he smelt that I had peed again, so he had to go and get the fresh salt. Right. What, what, where did the name come from, Schaefer's asking? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fitting. He looked like a Chuck? He looked like a Chuck. Was he a good rack? Uh, he's gonna be. What did you say he was gonna? Probably like a three-year-old Colton, two, three. He might have been. Yeah, he might have been one of those porker forkers, or he might have been a three-by or something. Okay. Oh, I'm saying like a three-year-old, two-year-old, somewhere in there. Like he wasn't a small deer. Yeah, he he was a good body size deer. Um, yeah, I got a video of him, but yeah, he might have been a real nice forker at three. He wasn't like a dandy. Is, is there is there a video of this hunt coming out or no? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do like any any filming filming for the youtubes okay noted once schaefer set the bar i was just I mean, yeah, making the effort anymore you guys might as well quit now i mean i did oh, I yeah did. that was a that was a it, production right there i like it i like it Jake. full draw fi film tour here we go right full draw full draw film tour or bust 
Yeah, that's right. No, I just got tired ter- tired of carrying all that crap around. So I don't that's know. What, I carry the bare minimum. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of on the outs with the film and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's not worth it. I don't. I'm not into it. it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I've done a lot of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I like it much more. If I don't have to actually like if you're just the film guy, it's cool. But yeah, I've uh, I've quite enjoyed it being able to look back at shot placement. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice uh, to have that warm and fuzzy or yeah, to know cool. you screwed up. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that was kind of cool because I mean, like immediately after Shaver shot his bear, he shot that footage to me. Like he basically cell phone videoed the the footage off the back of the camera, and I was like, "Whoa, that's cool. That bear's dead." Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That part of it was pretty sweet. I'm yeah. just not. I'm. No, I, I don't want to deal with cameras and stuff. No. And it's nice to be able to go back and watch it like afterwards, like once you got it all edited sure. up, whatever. I, like, I've definitely watched a lot of big stick videos at like 2 a.m. Like go down a little, little, little go down the whole memory lane, re- relive memory, memory lane. lane. I would say it happens about once every quarter or so, but probably quarter, <laughs> bi-quarterly. I understand. One. So no, it's it's cool at that point, but yeah. Bi quarterly. That's a new term right there. There you go. Would that so, just be biannually? No. Yeah. Bi quarterly would be two times every three months. No, bi quarterly bi quarterly would be four times a year. Eight times a year. Be eight times yeah, a year. Yeah, no, it'd be more like biannually. Well, no, it might be bi quarterly. It depends on it depends on uh you guys and your math. <laughs> how much I'm drinking, I guess. Sometimes you just We are smart. <laughs> yeah. a lot of brains in this crew my mom says i'm smart uh day nine what happened did we get to this we started uh, we yeah. day nine I, I went and took the meat to the locker and you slept buck showed up and found out that that blonde bear paul well we thought paul turns out it's paula paulina yeah pauline they've been at the bait all the time she's um, a fine girl too so that's when Colton was going to go hunt in the morning. Um, I will add that at that time, her name was Paul. Before <laughs> you, we just call it Paul Newman because she's a plant. Yeah, well, it was just a blonde bear. So exactly. Newman, um, which is the first bear I shot in Idaho. Turns out he was a she. He was a she. Well, whatever. We found that. I'll figure it later. But yeah, that was that blonde bear he killed was the first bear I'd shot, I would say. I mean, that's um, typical for 2023. So um, exactly. You never know these days. Yeah. So I mean, and, and don't assume or or you'll be ridiculed. No, so no. so that's the first bear you shot how many years ago? Uh four years ago. This was our fifth year there, so it was four so, years ago. So she she made, still, a, made a bad hit, or well, wasn't a I don't know, hit a rib or something and rode up and it, copy like, that. And it exited high. Um, had some trail cam picture exit, exit hole high, so never died. Got a picture of her after I shot her, and then each year we ended up moving the stand 75 yards or whatever. But uh, each year we would get like a couple pictures of her, right? Um, and only only the one chocolate or the one blonde and chocolate. Um, and then this year she had been there once a little bit early on when August was running it, and then uh, we took over it and she hadn't showed up. Until like day seven and eight, she was there getting chased pretty hard by some boars. And then Colton showed up at three in the morning on day nine. Take it away, Colton. 
Well, for the record, I was I was over there and uh, uh, there was a sow coming into one of my baits. And the first time I said it, there was a chocolate boar that I had never seen, and we never had any camera pictures of him before or after. Came in and just just picked me out. I mean, he was twenty five yards away, just come walking in, looked up right at me, and took off running, and never seen him again. And then there was a real nice black boar that did about the same thing, just come in and picked me out right off the bat. But there was a sow that was hanging out there and it was, it was getting a picture of her every day. I mean, twice a day. And so I set the first, it was like an every other day stand. So I set the first day and seen three bears and I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. Second day, nothing. Third day that a sow come in and I can't remember if I, I passed her, ended up passing her twice. I was like, you know, this is a hot sow. She's going to be, you know, bringing in a bunch of boars on the bait. Like don't kill her. And, uh, so then I went and set the fourth day, nothing and nobody was seeing a thing. I mean, our buddy Tyler Carlson hunts over, you know, similar area, hadn't been seeing a thing. Uh, a couple other buddies we know didn't kill anything. They always kill something. And Bob had said at this point, six days or whatever, ain't seen a thing. And I was just like, man, I'm not passing this thing. If it comes in a, a third time. So I think it took might've been six days, five days or whatever for her to come in a third time. And it was an hour before legal light, probably you know, an hour mm. before the end of legal light, but it was so dark there. I mean, I'm on, you know, super thick brush or whatever. She came in and just turned broadside at the barrel. And it was just like an outline of the barrel. Like you couldn't, you couldn't really pick a spot. They're hard anyways, just being black. And then she was back in the shadows so every time I'd go to draw, she would lay down or get in a funky position or whatever. And finally she stood up and I was like, all right, this is good enough. And I come to full draw, pick the spot, you know, one third back from her shoulders. And, uh, I shot and it sounded like I shot a freaking tree, just crack and the bear roared and rolled over on her back. And we had this big dugout. It started out as just a shovel dugout, but they've dug it out a, a crib and she rolled over in her back in that crib and was like biting at the arrow that was plumb up in her shoulder and the only thing i could think of is 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 she had her leg way back like bending down eating and i couldn't tell because it was kind of low light so i just centered her right in the shoulder with my broadhead and she ended up breaking the arrow off and taking down over the hill but she missed her trail so she you could tell she was struggling to get through the brush it's so damn thick there so i just like bailed out of the tree and ran over trying to think, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, if I could get another arrow in her or catch up with her, bear up, tree or something. And But by the time I got to the bait, I could hear her 200 yards away down over this this hill. And I mean like a scoot on your butt down the hill, hill, just cracking branches and running. So I was like, well, crap. So I, I went to, to track her and there was zero blood. I mean, I found like, like you took a watercolor paintbrush and like smeared it on a branch right at the you know right past the barrel but after that nothing just skid marks and uh so i was pretty dang bummed about that that's the first bear i ever hit and didn't recover but uh so that was that was the first one was day five day six something like that she ended up that, coming back to the base every freaking day still kept her same routine she'd come back twice a day and, after uh, she'd been shot she kept coming back yeah Damn, no yeah kidding. she definitely <laughs> she would just like come in and like check and see if i was in the tree and we didn't have no more tree stands and we really didn't have any other good spot to move the stand 
Well, she would just come in in the brush and just like look up there and be like, oh, he's here. And then he'd leave. So, but yeah, she was coming in twice a day, even after I shot her. That's or make wild. Queen or whatever, and like come in behind a tree and like grab something with her paw. Yeah. yeah, she'd come in and like, they're real strategic. Like they, she come in at one time and I almost got a shot, but there was just like this stick, like right in her vitals. Like, and just like her head and neck was sticking out. Like she, I mean, it's almost like when you watch them, it's like they plan it. Like when they're fully exposed, they get real nervous. So they like, they use sticks and trees and logs and branches and stuff. It's, it's, it's really neat to watch them. She would like come in and just like reach out and like barely be able to reach a little bit of the bait that fell out of the barrel, but she wouldn't like expose herself to me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Insane. Insane. So that was the first attempt. That was the first attempt. And then, uh, Bob shot that bear. We packed her out. And I think we, we hunted the next day and Bob got the trail camera pictures saying that they were there in the morning being chased by a boar. And, uh, I, I killed a bear at that stand or well, when we had it like 75 yards away at another place, I said it the first year in the morning and killed a bear. And, uh, so Bob was just, you know, got back to the campfire and we were drinking some beers. He's like, that stands a hundred percent in the morning. You better get there. That stands, you know, you, you ain't never hunted that stand in the morning and not killed a bear, you know? And so I he's, was like, he's, I'm going to go. And either way we should sit there all day. Cause like the bears are there all day. We just need to like, Dusk till dawn. So yeah, you took so the first we were going to do the changing of the guards. I was going to set the first half of the day. He was going to set the second yeah. half of the day at like eleven o'clock and like relieve him of his duties at his tree. So so what, when one of you guys would come in to relieve the other guy, where would the other guy go? He was going to go do back, do whatever he wanted. <laughs> Probably gotcha. sleep. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to another stand if you're just crashing. Oh, Colton was definitely going to stand. Yeah, I would have crashed for an hour or two and gotten the other stand around, you know, two or three. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, that, that night, Bob was like, hey, you know, you we ought to hunt this stand. And we kind of got the change into the guards hashed out. And we're like, all right, we're going to do that. So I went to bed at, I don't know, 1230, 12, 1230 yeah, and got up, up till two-ish or so. I was getting like resharpening knives and crap, getting ready for the next day. <laughs> had to repack my kill kit stuff, you know, like get yeah. re- re- wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I got up at two, I set an alarm for two thirty and drove over there and uh about an hour drive over there. And it was I mean, birds are chirping at three fifteen and three forty five you could like you could see without your headlight the headlights. That's why like, that's uh, cool. But then I I I Parked at the little trailhead there, and I, I waited till it got daylight enough to where I didn't have to use a flashlight. And got over down in the stand, and was sitting there, and right at first light, here pop, crack, pop, you know, and you could see a light colored thing. I was like, "Oh, here it is! There's, there's Paul Newman," and it was Chuck the Buck. <laughs> old, Chuck. old Chuck came up there, and it was just like Bob, you know, you're standing like super, super still. You're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a cool video. Wouldn't that be cool if he ate at the bait?" And he went over there and started nibbling around at the chocolate covered or the peanut M and M's and Oreos and granola and all the shit we got in the bait barrel. But Bob's got. Hey, I got some Chuck's huh? got Chuck's got a chocolate addiction. Chocolate. Oh salt. man, he's a sucker chocolate for it. Salt, whatever. He has. He has. A, he has issues. Chocolate and salty. And he gets stuck in his teeth. He's flinging his head all around. It was funny. 
And then he turned, uh, like Bob said, he walked right to the base of my tree. And I had peed right when I got in my stand. And it's super thick there. Like I said, we're like two sticks high. So we're not very far off the ground. And it's super thick there. And I, I pissed out of the stand as soon as I got there. And he come down and just, oh, it's so just good. made all the noise. And looked in the branches that you pissed on. Yeah. And I was like, man, yeah, I feel bad. You need salt that bad. And then he'd go out to the barrel and he'd eat and get shit stuck in his teeth and flick his head around and, and then he'd, he'd leave, and 20 minutes later, pop, crack, bang. Oh, here comes a bear, and it was Chuck to do the same damn thing. That's, oh, my God. That's great. He's, that's he's great. a special, special deer. Poor yeah, Chuck. He is. I told Bob, I said, I said he's going to live down there. I mean, where this is at, only an idiot would go hunting down in there for deer. But he's going to live down there until he's like eight, and some dipshit's going to walk down there with a 270 and shoot this thing while it comes up and like begs for salt from this guy. Okay, and then they're going to think they did something because they shot a 180 inch mule deer in, Ohio, in Idaho. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, but the uh, guy, the, think about this the guy, essentially, the guy that shoots that deer and eats it is going to be eating Bob's piss. So, oh, oh man, Colton's. Yeah. And yeah. Colton's. So, I mean, shame on him. Yeah. Getting the whole package. Yeah. He's getting the short stick, the short stick for sure. So, Chuck the buck comes in like three different times. And then so I'm, I'm standing there at this point. I, I'm just not sitting, I'm standing and I hear pop crack bang. And I'm like, God, God damn it, Chuck. And, but it's from another direction. And I see this like flash of Brown, same color as Chuck. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that must be a little spiker that was hanging out with him when Bob seen him. And I'm, I'm just kind of looking over in that direction and out walks the freaking blonde bear, Paul Newman. And I'm like, holy shit, there, you know, there it is. You know, I'd never seen it in person. Bob had only seen it. And I August might have seen it. Did August seen it, Bob? See it, Bob? I don't think August ever saw her. And maybe August saw her in person. I'm not sure. I've seen her, I seen her once after I shot her. But that's all. Yeah. So, you know, the sun's coming up and it's like super bright and it's bright vegetation, bright green vegetation. And here comes this this super blonde bear about 60 yards away. And and so I'm like, all right, all right, you know. Don't get too excited. This thing just walks a 60 yard circle around the stand and, and wins you every time you see her, yeah. but she come in and kind of like angled towards the bait. And then she stopped at about 40 yards for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And my wind wasn't very good. Normally it just kind of swirls and you just kind of, you're lucky, you know, that they didn't catch your wind. Yeah. But, uh, this was like straight at a, like if I'm looking at the barrel and it's at noon, it was like 10 o'clock. My wind was blowing to like 10 o'clock. So it was parallel in the bear, the barrel. And this bear walks up to, you know, it takes 15, 20 minutes to walk in from 60 yards and it gets right close to the barrel. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get a shot at this thing. And I got tension on the string. I'm looking, I was like, as soon as it clears this brush, you know, it's going to go right, right to the barrel. I caught her off guard. This is awesome. And she gets real right up to the barrel and there's a squirrel in the backside of the barrel eating that wasn't paying a bit of attention to nothing. And when she walked out in the open, that squirrel and that bear was real close to each other and it freaked the squirrel out and it started chattering and ran up the tree and it scared the bear and the bear came running right at me. And she was five, six yards away and then like was facing me and then like turned her head and front shoulders to look at the squirrel. So she was at five yards. I'm eight foot in the air and she just like stretched out her ribs for me. Oh, beautiful. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I come to full draw, pick a spot, you know, <laughs> two ribs from the back or whatever. And it comes out her front shoulder on the opposite side. She Perfect. just bails out of there, spraying blood on the tree. 
and uh, runs 40, 50 yards and does a big old death moon. Beautiful. Dang. Wow. Holy shit. Paul Newman's dead. Wow. I, I Bob, mean, are you jealous? Huh? Oh. Je- no? Okay, just a second. No, I'm just bummed we're not going to get no photos of her. But turns out at the end, there was another bear that looked the same as her. New up-and-comer. So in five more years, there will be another could one be, that looked like her floating around. Could be an offspring. Mm-hmm. Dang, Colton. So, so man, like, how long did you give her? Did you go right down and check her out or what? I mean, they death moaned, and I have horrible patience when it comes to that. Oh, I, I didn't imagine. Basically... Huh? I can't you imagine. Like, long enough, You gave it long enough to puke out of the stand and then go look at it. <laughs> I, did. I did. I told Bob I rebated. I puked up a blueberry Red Bull and a cherry Danish right off the end oh, of the stand. You puked? Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that a kill routine? <laughs> it is. It is. I either dry heat or eight recently, I'll I'll puke. Is that how you, is that how you keep that girl that perfect figure or what? Yeah. I, yeah. The beard's just the filter. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't, eat, I couldn't eat barbecue Vienna sausages for like two years after I shot an antelope, right after I ate a can of them. Oh. I puked them up antelope blind. <laughs> that's just that's a whole level of uh between the heat and yeah right about now is the time we should tell a really disgusting uh story and see how schaefer reacts it's really not that bad you almost faint one time (laughs) i told him a surgery story once and it didn't look it didn't go over well he's like you gotta stop that's all right yeah so i i didn't give it no time at all i i I have to look back i got i shot her i looked at my my phone it was whatever 519 in the morning and I got a picture of her at like I don't even know 520 something. Oh that's awesome. So I just like bailed out of the tree and walked over there and there was just blood sprayed all over the tree. The air didn't come out and which is really odd, you know, they're they're pretty soft. And uh what happened was it hit the offside leg bone. Yeah. I don't know if it hit the ground got caught or whatever, but like you know, she took two steps and the air fell out. So I got the air and it was just covered in bubbles, blood all over the tree, blood all over the the the, the grass, and obviously I heard her moan. So yeah. I went walking down over the hill and uh, I was kind of looking for her. You know, I kind of lost blood, but I knew she died on this flat. So I was just, like walking over to the flat to look, and here here come Chuck the Buck. He was standing down by her, of course, just, just wondering what the hell was going on. Just you know, heard a bear moaning, so he thought it was a good idea to go check it out. Got any piss? Go see if a death moan yeah. incorporated salt at all. Like, is there any? Is there anything yeah. in this for me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck the buck was right there by her, so he just kind of bailed off into the bushes, and I walked over where he was, and the bear was laying there. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. You pissing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That is great. So two bears down. Day ten. Day nine. Uh, day nine. Day nine. Yeah, that was day ten. You shot yours on day ten. All yeah. Right. In the morning. So yeah, then we, uh, you know, we we tried to navigate around Chuck the Buck as he dominated the bait in Salt Pile. Yeah. And got the bear out, did photos, and uh, got back midday. Whatever, checked the bear and all that good stuff, and. Uh, then went and sat that evening, and so, uh, what? So, so you have to you have to check the bears. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, you have X amount of time, but yeah. We, we okay, registered. so you ran them down to a check station or something? Right. Register okay. the bear. And did you guys, you said you, you said locker before. Did you guys have, like, a, a, a refrigerated storage rented or something? Uh, no, there was, a, a like, an actual meat locker a couple hours away. Okay. Like, so you just, you know. Drive your meat down to it? Huh? Drive your meat down to it? Yeah, yeah, which I've done a handful of times in the past. I yeah. kind of. I don't know. It's it's I don't know. Sometimes you don't like pain, but it is nice when you go and pick it up a week later and it's froze and done. Yeah. Yeah. I have two days home and then you just put it in the freezer. Yep. But, uh, hey, yeah. give me one second. I'll be right back. Takes, takes Jeez, all these piss stories from Chuck freaking uh, <laughs> cause them donations. Yeah. Colin, you didn't unmute yourself yet. Who didn't? Colton. He's um, still muted. <laughs> Maybe we could yeah. All right, there it is. So I brought like 100 pounds of salt, just the salt hides and, you know, whatever we needed. I just for salt and hides at camp. But uh, so I cut the corner out of one of the bags and filled up a, just a rubber glove. We always keep rubber gloves so we don't have to handle the bait. And uh, I filled up that rubber glove with salt to take down to the bait. And uh, I was like, you know, Chuck don't need to be eating piss. If he needs a little bit of salt, <laughs> you know, he, he have a handful of salt. And I threw it there by the tree. And we went walking down and, and we, we ended up taking the bear. There was a logging road only about 60, 70 yards up the hill. So we ended up taking a, a stick and running through the bear long ways, like a big, long kind of log kind of yeah. stick. And then carrying it up on our shoulders up to the logging road so we could get good pictures. And we're sitting there talking. I, I cut a tree with a hatchet, like skinned all the branches off, tie it up and blah, blah, blah. We turn around and here's Chuck with his face just buried. I mean, how long was it there, Bob? Not 10 minutes. It was less than 10 minutes. And he found that pile of salt. Yeah, I don't know. Come out looking like Tony Montana. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never would have thought one would be that desperate for salt, but... Well, it's called an addiction, Shaper. That that's true. You need we don't judge. <laughs> You're not supposed to, anyways. If a guy shoots that thing, his meat's just gonna be like pre, like like ready to jerk meat. Like <laughs> like he's gonna be, to his meat's gonna be cured. You're just gonna have to like dry it out. Like uh, it'd be good eating, nice and salty. work done. Dehydration needed. Yeah, just gotta dehydrate, dehydrate or smoke the meat. That's it. Uh, <laughs> so that's day 10 more yeah morning of day 10 so then we went back evening of day 10 for the evening set and then i think i don't know i think i was in the tree by was it like three or something Frick early it was a long one i think i sat like five out four five hours didn't see diddly and, uh, see, so yeah, I must've been, it was probably about eight o'clock. I heard some sticks pop. So, oh, all right, bear, bear coming. And then just, you know, good, good boar, good boar action, like sticks popping, brush shaking, just pretty much just coming right to it, letting you know that he's coming. And he popped out pretty much straight behind the barrel at 15 looked around a little bit, walked to the barrel, came around the barrel. Um, 
definitely shot him a little quarter too. Uh, I was I had to get a shot off before my arrow shook off the bow, and I fell out of the tree. So uh, you know, I made the decision to shoot before he was broadside while I was still conscious. Um, Good call. <laughs> Consciousness always bodes gotcha. well. Once you start drawing your bow, it seems to work itself out. But yeah, you get a little, yeah. little stuck up in the meantime sometimes on the bears, anyhow. Uh, so, yeah, no, I felt real good about that shot. Um, he tore off, heard a bunch of popping, and then heard some big crashing and thought that was maybe it. But I don't know. We started kind of implementing that if you don't see him die or hear the death moan, you go back the next day. So. Did not come, just kind of snuck out of there. Heard another, I thought what I was another bear sneaker, heard a bear sneaking around back there, but never did see it and just kind of snuck out, left, you know, hooks and crap in the tree and just kind of shimmied out and did the the silent exit. But uh, I would I would assume from the time I heard that bear until I shot him was sub less than five minutes, probably two or three minutes. Like he pretty much just bum, bum rushed the bait. Yeah, happened so, pretty quick. Yeah, as opposed to the other one that took you know forty five yeah. minutes. I don't know which one is better. <laughs> I was I was about to ask. Do you have a preferred way? Uh, yeah. I used to say with deer, I would rather like have them bum rush me. But at this point, with deer, I, you know, it, it's kind of if I got to watch them, it's fine. If I don't, if they come quick, it's fine. But bears is a whole different deal. I kind of just lose my shit. So I get it. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's a fun lose your shit. So how far did that one go? <laughs> so we went back in the morning. And uh, I mean, I think I said it was 70-ish yards to the road in a straight line to that logging road on the backside. And then you said it was like. 90, 80 something, 90 from where he was. Like three straight line. So I'm, I would say totally went, he went sub 200. I would say around one, 175, probably uh, realistic. Not too bad. No, and just, you know, a lot of downhill. <laughs> oh, so you had to come, you had to come back up. Um, had great blood right out the gate. Like had blood at the barrel. Had great blood. Colton's climbing, you know, getting on his hands and knees and Looked like Forrest Gump rooting into that hole there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they just give him a pistol and he heads into the hole. Um, and then we got to where I thought he was last crashed and he wasn't there. <laughs> and then we got to the road and he wasn't there. And then he like took a left on the road, which doesn't build confidence that like because he was just barreling through everything on his way. And then he stopped at the road and took a left, like a hard 90-degree left. Whoa. So that doesn't instill a lot of confidence. Colton mentioned it, and I'm just saying, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it kind of it petered out, and we found, like, the last drop. So then, of course, you're looking up and down the road. There's a ton of bail. Well, I'd say a ton. There's, what? Five good bear trails coming off that road, I suppose, in, in yeah. a reasonable distance. Probably five, and some got scuff marks. So you start like checking like the ends of those bear trails to see if there's like where the scuff marks are. Is there any blood there? Right. Blah blah. blah. Um, 
made a good trip down the road to see if there was anything. Didn't find nothing. So I was backtracking to like remember, like remind myself what the blood looked like to the last blood. I'm like, well, all right, we're going to have to like just dive off this hole. I was going to see if there's like a bench or a creek on Onyx that would be like a, like a good place to head to. And I start hearing some shit bumbling around in the brush, like alders thrashing, sticks cracking. I'm like, hey, <laughs> just more crashing. Hey, Colton. <laughs> it's, it's like four times, no answer. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to wait. I ain't going to look. And then finally you hear Colton just, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just he's like, hey. <laughs> but it's like three, four times. It's like, hey, Colton. Col hey. <laughs> I couldn't hear him with my own breathing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, something's messing around. We're just going to find out what it is. But yeah, he, oh, you see nothing. You seeing anything? And I was like, no, I was just checking out like what this last blood looked like and seeing what kind of blood, you know. And it was like dripping. So like it wasn't like it was smearing or whatever. Like it was some decent blood. Like, went somewhere oh uh, yeah you know, I, yeah i didn't i didn't find nothing and he's like i didn't find much i i i did find this down there by those trees and he had a picture of the bear this guy the the only slow play of his fucking life i think he uh he <laughs> slow, played, slow played me for like a solid 30 seconds uh, oh it's awesome get that 30 seconds like all right all right what, what do i say what do i do i can't let him you know know and i was like i was like i don't I didn't find much, but what do you think of this? And I walked over and I just had the picture of the bear laying there, dead. Oh, that's great. That's good awesome. under pressure. There was, a, there was a trail. I mean, it was like, I mean, to tell you how thick this stuff is, Tyler Moore came over there one time and bumped a moose walking in on a bait. The moose like bailed off into the bushes, but got hung oh, up. That's enough. Knock it off. They, they uh, sound like, The moose yeah. was just like flailing, hung up in the brush. Like, that's how thick this shit is. Oh, my gosh. So, I find this trail, and I'm going down this trail, and it's got scuffs. But, you know, I went down a different one that had scuffs for, like, 40, 50 yards and no blood. So, yeah. I come back up the hill, and I found another little soft trail. I mean, you could tell something went through there. And I'm on my hands and knees crawling, looking at, you know, for any little smear of blood, turning over leaves, looking up high. Because a lot of times, they'll push down the alders, and there'll be blood four foot in the air but it'll spring back up they, oh gotcha yeah, yeah. So they pushed it down and then it'll spring back up it's so yep. thick so i'm looking underneath alders i'm pulling stuff down you know that i could tell that if something went through would have to push down and blah blah right. blah um, i get about 40 yards down this trail and there's another bear trail that that kind of converges with it and i'm like okay well maybe like they all go together at the bottom of this hill like they just slowly branch off so i'm following this backwards and then another one on the other side comes into this trail i'm like all right so i keep going at about 60 yards there's a trail that comes in and i look and there's a little tiny smear of blood and i'm like shit yeah this is the one he took so i'm, I'm following it down and there's good blood there because it's it's smearing off the off the coat and I get another, I don't know, I end up being, I pulled up Onyx, it was 83 yards as a straight line, but I don't know, as a crow, you know, as a crow flies, 80 some yards, but I don't know how many, you know, steps that is. Yeah. And, and I see just this black spot, like in this impossibly thick alder 
thick shit on this little flat. And I walk down there and it's the bear. And I'm like super excited. But then I'm like, how in the are we going to get it up the hill? <laughs> so I, I snap a quick little picture and roll it around and look where he hit, you know, and, and then I, I'm like psyching myself up, trying not to just be like, Bob, I got your bear. I kind of wanted to mess with him a little bit. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. Oh, that's good. That's gold. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I found this. And I was like, oh, you found a dead beard. Dead bear. That's weird. <laughs> that's <laughs> you think it's yours? <laughs> oh, it's, it's mine. And he's like, you see those tall trees down there? Like the last ones you can see. I found blood past there. <laughs> and he's, he's down from there. I'm like, oh, oh this but- is going to suck. Yeah, it was only, I mean, it's only whatever it was, 80-some yards. It's not It's not too bad. How far did that 80 yards feel? Yeah, and how thick was the 85 yards? Oh, it I've was got thick. a video. I got a video? I've got a video of him. He's got his pack on, and he's got one climbing stick and his bow. And, like, I don't know how long the video is, but he don't go 10 feet. Like, he's, like, going through the brush, getting hung up on everything hits a log, throws his bow up on the log, throws his climbing stick on the log, push pushes shit out of the way, climbs over the log, gets his bow, gets his climbing stick. It is it is thick shit. And that was like the first five yards from the bear. <laughs> <laughs> it took it took five minutes to get ten yards or something probably. Oh it sucks. Yeah, it's some good it was some good old fashioned Idaho biz. But uh But he got a second bear so yeah, yeah, tagged out, uh, and that's 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 kind of different from most years you've been up there, right? Yeah, yeah I, ain't, I ain't never had that problem. I, re- I remember you've been skunked a few times, so I mean that's that's not a bad week. That video is forty eight seconds long, and he gets about ten feet. <laughs> You're gonna have to post this Monday night. You have to post that yeah. video. Yeah, no, I didn't get far, but then in my defense, he's filming himself at about the same spot and he just biffs it. Like <laughs> you like he just tips over in the video. He just like ah, I didn't make it very far. <laughs> <Down he goes. laughs> oh, it's uh, awesome. Close start after you got that out of the way, it got a little better. Um Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the in general there, there's just like a certain level of suck, which yeah. is probably pretty high. Our our our, our, our friend Gunny calls it type two fun because it's absolute oh. suck when you're in when you're there in the moment, but a year from later you're gonna be like, remember when how that getting that bear out of there, man, that was fun. Yeah, it, it's a hundred percent type two. Yeah. Um, I, it won't. It might not be a year. I mean, usually by the time we get back at this point, it's probably pretty cool. But at the time, I like, the, like, I like to think of it as being in an abusive relationship with a supermodel. All right. You're like, man, this really, really you're sucks. Like, oh, you kill a bear as long so as you see her naked. You're like, you know what? You know what, baby? This ain't too bad. I can put up with this. Yeah, I got this. Uh, I mean, it could be worse. You could be eating Bob's piss. Yeah. Could be. You could be living Chuck's life. Yeah. I mean, you could be yeah. Chuck just <laughs> looking up dude's piss. I mean, it could be worse. It'd be so worse. So, I mean, it's not bad where you guys are at. I mean, yeah. So, I think we found when we found my bear. It was warm and sunny. Then, by the time we started cutting it up, it rained pretty good, thundering and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, by the time we were packing it out, it was hot and sunny again. 
Like, wow. That's just like a, that's just like a it's just like a normal. That's Idaho. Every few hours thing. Yeah. Sounds like Pennsylvania. And if it ain't forty-five degrees, it's probably ninety. Ninety. Yep. Or nothing. Man, that's PA. Right that, that, that doesn't look too too thick. I mean. What you didn't say, Colin, is Bob made it nine feet in the first ten seconds. It's that last. <laughs> Wait, did you did you send out that video? I didn't save his number. I didn't. I forgot to save his number when he texted me today. Yeah, I made it a few feet, and then we get to that first log, and it was just a real stumper. Like you could see it from where we like from where we were cutting the barra, and I kept looking up there, like, how am I going to leave? Like, because it was kind of like in a little dished out, like bowly not bowly but like a little flat spot where he died like it was a really nice spot to like die and like hang out and cut up meat and stuff on this steep ass hill but like i kept looking up there thinking like did you go right left and like the best way was over that log and getting over the log was a pain in the ass (laughs) oh god that looks like it sucks (laughs) (laughs) the bad part is the 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 alders grow downhill so it's like a it's like it's walking like in a, the punji going sticks. against the grain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you go with the grain going downhill and then you turn around and everything's freaking pointing at you. Oh my gosh. That looks terrible. Oh, that looks terrible. That's good. It's a wild, it's a wild place, boys. It's a wild place. We'll, we'll have to, we'll have to post these Monday after this episode, episode drops. So people know what the heck we're talking about. Cause that looks like a bag of suck right there. Yeah, and I think he's got another one of me just like bombing through shoulder high, just like green stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got a video of him leaving his pack to crawl through the hole like Forrest Gump to root out some blood. Um, yeah. Cole, did we co- did we cover what broadheads you used? I actually shot it with a uh, uh, a standard. Nice. That that's yes. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Is that the first bear you shot with an A standard? Oh, uh, no. Second. Second. Awesome. Man, I've killed two bears, an elk, a bunch of deer. I love those heads. They're the best heads ever, man. They are, and they're super cheap. Yeah. I'm what not you want is affordable, affordable, cheap. There affordable. they are. And they're pretty. And they're cool. They've been around for since, since the 40s, dude. They're freaking awesome. They haven't changed. I've got, have I ever showed you that, that, that one that Tyler? Tyler Moore sent me that. No, pack. I don't think so. It's a pack from, I think he said the fifties no and it's way. a full dozen and it has a little a display. Case. Oh, uh, come on. That no looks a way. lot like the old, uh, like when bear razor heads came in that like little. Yeah, but I, th- yeah, oh, that thing. hell yes. yes. They got, but, but there's the, a full dozen of them. And those the original, are, they're, they're, they've been around longer than the bear razor heads, haven't they? It's the longest, uh, longest manufacturer brought or yeah, longest, the oldest broadhead manufacturing company. I think it was forties or late thirties, if I remember right. Chris's eyes yeah, are about to, like pop out of his head here, man. He's getting getting jacked up. This is coming you through the screen soon, shortly. Schaefer yeah, is not. Schaefer looks as mellow as that as usual. No way. I, I I love aces, man. They they are. Don't worry, Bob. Team VPA. That's oh, right. Whatever. Unless I got to go back to Woodsman's, and then I guess it'll be Team Woodsman's again. I love. Um, I what well, I think the coolest thing was when we sat with Bob Mayo two years ago at Kalamazoo, and he showed he us, gave how us they, the little demonstration. They in, yeah, they interlock together, and then they spot weld them. The design, I mean, if you think about it, it's so simple but so cool. 
it's they're really they're awesome man those broadheads are so sweet the head that was made for chris yeah he's a cool dude too bob bob he's a super nice guy i really like bsing with him yeah we gotta get him on here sometime he was on print pursuit with uh uh, mike had him on oh well yeah i mean let her get him on there i'll have to give him a call he was out doing the shows again this this spring yeah he did uh was he he was at uh, I don't know about Compton. He was at Kalamazoo. He was at Kalamazoo yeah, again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I stopped and I bought some some A standards and I bought some uh, hex heads from him. Did you yeah, see his but... footage shaft? What's that? Did you see his footage shaft? We did. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if Chris remembers or is just going along with it. The Barbie doll <laughs> high heel on the end of that era. Yeah, he's got like a what is it, like a hundred and eighty pounds. For like it's like the years. ultimate dad joke, Carol. Yeah, yeah. You yes, yes, I remember that now. Fine, six hundred six fifty spine arrow. Yeah, I think I remember that. I like Man. all things Ace. Yeah, uh, the hex blunt's the best. Yeah, the best the, small. Game. There's a roller for you. Yeah, the, the hex heads are cool. They're fun. I like shooting those. I yeah. like shooting tennis balls with those. I've I really like the fact that those were those. When we first started hunting out here, when we first moved out here, it was a really, really good rabbit year, and you could go shoot it. 15 rabbits in an evening. Bob was out here one year and, and shot at some rabbits. But so we got to check, we got to 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 test, you know, judos, the the hammers, the VPAs, the hex blunts, the rake regular blunts, the rubber blunts, all these different ones on actual animals. Yeah. And I really, really like the hex heads because, you know, whenever they're really sharp, I've actually killed rock chucks and ground. Oh, they're vicious. They're, yeah. For a blunt. First out of the package, but they're tapered on the back. So if you get a bad hit, like you hit one in the hip or you hit, hit a uh, rabbit in the guts or whatever, they'll fall out and not get hung up like a, like a judo or, a, or the other ones that aren't tapered on the back end. They got a nice size to them too, where it's not just like sheer blunt force. No, you can yeah, actually right. get into it a little bit. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, they can be a little rough on. I, I think a lot of people that shoot woods, they can they can be rough on the heads of woods. They can they can rip off pretty easy. Um, torque value. Yeah, torque value, and 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 they're they're sharp. They they do have some edge to them, so they can get yeah. caught up on grass and whatnot and get torn off, but. I still use them. I still love them. They're yeah. vi- they're a vicious blunt. I was a big judo guy, but he kind of he finally kind of turned me on in that. And uh, all yeah. the kids are doing it. I, I can't say I'm too disappointed about less. Depends on what your main goal is. Yeah. Usually, I'm just a stump guy. So I was about to say it's hard to beat a judo on a stump. Yeah, I, I use I use the the ace screw ins on my uh, on my stumping carbon arrows. Yeah. Yeah. They're- they're still nice, but I don't know. I don't some shoot that much. You shoot one out of the tree stand a handful of times or yep. whatever. Yep. Works good. Yes. I like them. Don't have them springy arms or easier to put in your quiver. Yeah. Yeah. They then they, they'll go in where, where a field point was or something like that. You don't have to do the backward knock thing. No, none of that nonsense. In there or the judo holder with the magnet. But then it rattles in the judo holder magnet thingy. And, yeah. No chuck scares Chuck away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not, so, the only thing that scares Chuck away is the shortage of salt. Right. 
that's that's <laughs> it. So um so couple bears, three bears down, and where does that leave us? That's bear, yeah. So we found him. We found him on day eleven. Mm-hmm. So then I was tagged out. We got him out. Um, he was he was warm. Um, we tried to get him in the spring and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't didn't do as good on the meat prep meat preservation on that one as I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, but. No, it's it's hard. You, you know, your exit was back in the guts, so it spilled some digestive juices. And I think it really depends on where at in the digestive tract that you perforate. But you know, yeah. the digestive juices get on the side underneath the hide. Uh, and yeah. things get funky. Yeah, yeah. So you it's glorious, but we'll out there. You know what's that? I said it isn't glorious. <laughs> I would like to say it didn't happen, but it did. So so you lost some of the meat. Yeah, pretty much all of it by the time I was done. Um, we were cutting it off beforehand, like trying to trim off the, 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 the spoil. Um, he stunk pretty good by the time he got there, uh, just in general. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You wouldn't have found him the night before in the dark, for sure, I don't think. Not in the thick shit stuff. No. Uh, 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 pretty miserable in that nature. So I guess, I I don't know. I guess you could have got there early. We we dumped them in the spring on the way out, like the meat, like laid the meat out in the spring for thirty minutes to try to get them cooled off. So I mean I don't know. I I don't feel like there's a lot more you could have done, but in hindsight, maybe if we would have we put it in a contractor bag to keep it dry when we put it in the spring. Yeah, yeah, it might have been a little bit more beneficial to maybe try to wash off the meat but oh gotcha yeah we thought we had it all you know obviously you can't see bacteria and we thought we had it all pretty cleaned all out cleaned out but yeah it happens yeah. And it, it was, was what, like the thickest i would say it's the thickest hide on a bear that i had seen of the bears we've killed there which had some insulation right right right, right. so Super so nice hide but just trapping a ton of heat in so you guys do anything with the hides yeah. Um, yeah. Plan is to get a couple, couple tanned up. Couple rugs or nice. No rugs. nice. Rugs are r- rugs are too expensive for us, man. Just tan the hides. Good enough. Uh, got a nice rug one. On you got to do it once. There you go. Yeah. I, got, I got two. I killed a nice chocolate, and I was like, I really want a chocolate bear rug. And then, yeah, the first one I killed over there was that that really nice big big boar, Blob Smith. Blob. Smith. He's in the wall. <laughs> What about Paulina? What's what's happening with her? Uh, I was just put her in the freezer right before you guys, before I hopped on here. I'm going to just tan her. You know, they, okay. they look pretty good hanging on a hook. You know, just tan yeah. like you. I say mine's still yeah. sitting in the freezer to be determined. What do you, uh, what, what do you do? Do you brain tan it? No, I send it off. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, so three bears down. Uh, what's what happens next? What was that day? Eleven. Yeah. So it'd been day eleven that we got him out. So I think you hunted. I'm sure you hunted that night. You went to hunt that night, and then and that's when uh, TC and the boys showed up. I believe yeah. it was that noon. Um, those guys showed up late. Oh, well, they weren't, yeah. they, 
they didn't like come. They weren't necessarily like coming to our camp or whatever. They were right, just right. In the neighborhood. Um, yeah, I don't know. Late, whatever. Yeah, people close by. That's good. That was when they had planned to yeah. come. Good, good. So, so uh, three bears down. Those guys show up. Hunting wise, I was you know I was sitting every evening in that one stand. I really wanted to shoot that that bear. That that'd be pretty cool to to pull a yeah, secondary. Heck yeah, yeah, the broadhead out of ones. But like I said, she was she was wild. She'd come right. She'd come in and just stay in the brush, never give me her vitals and all this, you know. But uh, but yeah, TC and and uh, those guys showed up and and we took the bear ribs from Bob's bear, and uh, every year I try to do some some bear ribs, and this year I tried to put them in the pit like I normally do, but it had rained freaking every day tc has a cool or tyler carlson has a cool uh uh explanation for the weather forecast in that area is uh you know it'll say 20 percent chance 30 percent chance 60 percent chance of rain like it's going to rain it's just how much the percentage is how much during the day it will rain 20 <laughs> percent of the day right yeah. yeah yeah it's not a 60 percent chance that it might rain it's 60 percent of the day it it's gonna rain. rain right yeah it's, it's every single day I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, you know, we, we dug a big old hole, probably three foot deep to put the, the ribs in. I like to, you know, you, as you're burning down and get a real good cold bed and drying out the, the, the hole, I like to dry rub the, you know, just like you would your smoker or whatever, your grill, mm-hmm. your oven, dry rub the, the, the uh, ribs and, and kind of car, uh, bark them over the coals and then wrap them in aluminum foil and put them in the cold bed and bury them for 15 hours we ended up leaving them for like 20 hours i dug them up and they were still not done because of the moisture content at that time of year i guess or that year more steam in them than anything huh soil yeah just just killed your coals so i ended up putting them in the dutch oven for another night so they sat in the dutch oven for like 14 more hours and those were good weren't they bob yeah yeah no they're they're real good once they get done <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, I, I took a temperature bring probe. Some snacks for the meantime. Yeah, it, it only took two days to cook them. That is slow. And it got to like 170. We're like, all right, let's eat them. And we're just like kind of quietly gnawing on these freaking ribs. Like, I was like, it's real good flavor. <laughs> I don't know. We ended up, we kept one of the back straps on the ribs too. Bob was wanting to do tomahawk steaks, but I don't know if you ever did tomahawk steaks. It's really hard to, like, the meat on the rib bone, like, doesn't get quite done and right. i'm like well, i don't trust that with bear to do tomahawk steak so we no. just left them whole so we you know we probed the back strap and it was like 170 so it was safe to eat we're sitting here just like quietly gnawing about breaking our teeth off and i was like i don't even know if these are edible put them in the dutch oven for i don't even know how many hours we put it all night so i don't know however long the, the coal stayed hot and the next day they were like you'd pick up the bone and shake them and the meat would fall off and you ate it with a fork it was just oh so my cool. gosh oh that's awesome so, yeah. tc is buddy otis and good. tim come there huh i said by the time they were done they were really good yeah tc and uh uh him and his buddy otis come over there and i had bear ribs for everybody and it was and it was really good oh that's awesome that is awesome and how, how much longer did you guys stay out there Like, were you still hunting hard, or were you kind of relaxed after that? I think Bob was relaxed. I was on vacay, buddy. That's right. You were tagged uh, out. 
He yeah, was kind of I toted Tim around a little bit. I think you must have hunted two more nights. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to be back at work Monday, and I texted my boss, uh, my the builder I'm building for, and was like, uh, I'm gonna, I'll be back Wednesday, not Monday. I was not ready to come back. Yeah. I think you hunted two more nights. Yeah. You had nights Tim did. And, uh, he ended up he ended up shooting the bears, helped him help haul it out. And yep, all that stuff. So, did Tyler get one too, or no? No, just no. Tim. Tim. Tim was the only one that got one out of that crew. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It was really cool. That he you know come out there and, and had the opportunity to get a bear and yeah. Is that his first bear? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's first cool. Bear, he's seen he's seen a few bears the first night. Missed yeah. one. Seen two bears the second night, shot one. Like, Crazy. I told yeah. him, I was like, you need to drive into town and buy a lottery ticket. Holy shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Good for him, man. That's cool. Yeah. Congrats, Tim. Uh, it worked out really good for him. I yeah. <laughs> oh, that's freaking cool. That's awesome. I would say we could have been hunting that bait the whole time, but it just wasn't getting hit until like two days before he showed up by dumb luck. So timing's everything. It it, it yep. timed out just right for that guy. Good for him. That's man. the thing That's awesome. with baits is 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 you run them for the duration that you're there because you have no idea they could just go cold to just the greatest bait in Idaho. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Dang, well that sounds like a, uh, a killer trip. Literally, that was good. Literally, yeah. I mean, and figuratively, but still, awesome. We knew we were working too hard when we brought. I brought like sixty beers, and I don't know how many Bob brought, and then like day seven or eight we counted and we had like 52 beers left or something like that and we're like bob we're working <laughs> yeah you're not yeah. drinking enough I, I brought like a, i think i probably threw a 30 pack in there over that amount of time so we probably like drank the 30 pack as well drink 30 pack as all. Well. i i um, we should we should clarify that the buck buggy was not on this adventure right was out of commission no no i was out scratching the shit out of chicky's new toyota forerunner right is the buck buggy retired Oh no! No, it still exists, right? Yeah, no, we still got it's it. It's just it was Yoda time. It doesn't yeah. get the same amount of love anymore. Sorry about all those brush scratches. It's a, it's a little less love, but uh, I mean, it's got its place. I just we had I had too much shit to haul out there. It's a Yoda, bud. It's good. The Yoda is just scratched to business. So. Some of that Tacoma right. owner. Yeah, just break it in. Yeah, I love the Toyotas, man. No, He's I getting like spoiled. He, uh, the, uh, the buck buggy, the bear buggy doesn't have AC seats. No, no AC seats, no cruise control, nothing. Does the, does the forerunner have AC seats? Yeah, it's got heated and cooled seats. It's a, it's a plat, it's a limited, man. Whoa, you are living high on the hog, man. It's got everything you want. You're, 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 uh, you're living high. Is it shitting high in the cotton? I think so. (laughs) That's the the saying, you're shitting high in the cotton. It's, he ain't shitting uh, licking uh, salty piss uh, off branches. But uh, yeah, well, a little, so we're, we'll we'll see. She hasn't said she was there when it was getting scratched up, so she knew what was going on. I don't. We haven't. She hasn't brought it up since how scratched up it it's is. It's coming so. though. Did you wipe it down or anything? She, she she showed up. She showed up while we were here, and she just yelled from the other room. I want to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
awesome. We'll, get- we'll dress that on Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> wash and uh, see if we can get a buffer. A little buffer going. to buff that out. <laughs> Plus, it's it probably had the-, the man stank in it from like camping in it for three weeks. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't smell good, I'm sure. No. How long did you go without a shower, Bob? Um, it's too long already. That was a long. Can we run. talk about this? In po- I mean, this is going to air, so I mean, be careful how he answers. I mean, I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't care if I don't shower in two weeks if I'm out hunting. Um, I think I took, I took three showers while I was there. So I mean, driving averaged one a week. Yeah, that was nice when you drove into town. Yeah, yeah took one. Took one in town before I started hunting, and then, or well, no, actually, I took one before, so I guess I took. Sorry, I take that back. I took two. I took two in three weeks. <laughs> well, you know, the judgment-free zone. You're good. Oh, I, I take it back because then at one point we we're in a river, and I sudged up in the river. So I think that's where I took. I got my first, but that one really, really didn't count. Um, oh, river counts as a, a shower. That's legit. I feel like I. Still- bad afterwards so that's why i had to take like an extra shower so i took i took two in the three weeks awesome. and one of those was an extra <laughs> yeah yeah one one, one was for, just a, an extra for good measure that, that one i took before i left the other the day before i left was just for something to do like me and tim just didn't know what to do because we were tagged out and people were hunting so we were just like well we'll take a shower just take shower together yeah, I mean, is there something we should know about you and Tim? Or I mean, you know, I was like, saying, I was like, well, Tim, just so you know, like they made it very clear when me and Chicky got here. If they find out anybody else goes into the room, they'll charge you double. So he just paid double right off the bat, and then we went into the same shower. Same mm. time? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. He said right at the door. He turned to Tim and said, "Hey, I just want you to know." My company has nothing to do with the size of my longbows. <laughs> oh. Yep. Uh, all right. I think that's a great place to end this podcast. <laughs> it's been lengthy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that sounds like a hell of a, a good trip. And you guys uh, had some success. And, and holy crap, what a good time. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a very good time. I think uh, the best news is we didn't have a lot of screw-ups yeah. compared to previously. Uh, we might actually be getting a little better at it. Uh, About damn time. Heck right. Yeah. I'm trying to, I was trying to think when you'd ask if we wanted to do one, like if we had any like real, real muck-ups. Um, aside from some meat care on my part, which, I mean, I don't know. I could have done better at that- it would have mattered um maybe maybe not that was out of your hands though <laughs> i mean really i was i was criticized by criticized by colton about uh about like some cooler etiquette at one point because i was you know, whatever left the cooler open too long that's pretty minor is that the beer cooler uh yeah <laughs> game on you <laughs> yeah you should know uh, better yeah but no i don't think there was a whole lot of whole lot of Real shit, Chuck. Uh, the only one I would say is uh, I was cutting firewood, and I was, was just like cutting a little bit of firewood on the way back to camp. And uh, I had this little saw that August left, 
And I would go uphill from the road and there was a, a burn, I don't know, years and years and years ago. It was before we went over there. There was a burn and killed a bunch of trees. So on this road I was driving, there was a bunch of dead trees. So I would go uphill from the road and cut down a, a, a tree and it would I'd fell it into the road. And then I would just cut up what was in the road. And then, you know, the treetop or, you know, whatever was off the road on the other side would just roll down over the hill and it was fine. I was kind of, you know, clearing the road so they wouldn't blow down eventually. And and it was just really easy firewood. So I got up there and I like I, I started sawing and I, I cut a notch in the tree and then and he was cutting back to the notch and and it fell down over in the in the the road. And I got down there and started cutting or started uh, trying to start to saw again and it wouldn't start. I just fell a freaking tree in the road in front of my truck, and now my saw wouldn't start. Which is the best part. I said, tell me it was in front of your truck, and he said it was. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you use your – you got to use your headlights to cut up a tree. So why oh, yeah. would you guys – I was hoping you, like, pulled ahead and dropped it behind so it would be easier to, like, throw it in the back. But you're so I'm like looking at, – I'm looking at my headlights, and I've got, yeah. like, maybe a quarter tank of fuel, and I'm like, I know this thing will start. So I'm like – trying to think about where the the fuel intake you know where it would get the fuel from yeah. and i finally thing started and i make one cut and the chain flies off oh no. I don't, oh I don't god with me i don't have anything with me i just grabbed the saw not thinking you know wasn't quite planned so i've got like a eight foot section or five foot section or whatever it is of log and then there's a, a whole freaking tree in the road but luckily it was i don't know that big around so I had cut enough of it off that I could grab it and and pull it off the road, but it was it was very questionable whether I could get it off the road or not. But I ended up getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I was uh, like, oh, I, I messed up. Oh wow! There a couple That's of bear can, a couple of bear spray incidents as well. Oh, oh no! Man. Not like the last time, right? I mean, no. I'm I'm pretty educated at this point, so I'll let go ahead and have a story here. Colton, my girlfriend. I got. I got pee. Hopefully, my camera don't flip around there. Uh, <laughs> Live piss on time. <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, go, gonna go from a from a podcast to an OnlyFans real quick. Where's Chuck? <laughs> Where's Chuck? <laughs> he's, at least I went outside in the yard and pissed. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably somewhere between like Idaho and and Bozeman right now. He's, like, he's tracking. He's tracking Colton down right now. I can smell is. it. <laughs> he's right on. Here, uh, my girlfriend got this uh, can of bear spray. She works at a grocery store, and and uh, they had this this uh, an, it's a, an inert can of bear spray. It's a like a training can. Yeah. So it looks like a bear spray. I mean, it sprays like a bear spray. It's for training purposes. It's just water or whatever the hell it is. Nitrogen, something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she got a, a can of it to take the bear camp because apparently everyone around me is pretty damn gun shy about bear spray now. So. Oh, no, bye. <laughs> sprayed yourself. You sprayed me like three times it, uh, casually. Just misted me. No wonder. <laughs> So she takes it to bear camp and uh, uh, August and his wife and his like two year old kid is sitting there and Bob's over dicking with the firewood or something. And she walks over and she's like, Hey Colton, how do you put the safety back on this? She's like, it come off in the truck. And she just goes, 
and just sprays it in front of everybody. Rebecca jumps up out of her seat, grabs her kid. August's eyes are that freaking big around. Bob is just like, you can't excite him. He's just like, Ugh. well, that's because uh, I knew it was an orange. I've I've been I've been under fire. <laughs> it was a different <laughs> color, so I knew immediately it was not the real deal. You didn't you have a pucker factor. You know, any like PTSD flashbacks? Nothing. Yeah, you know. You know, once you're under fire, I suppose, you know, once you get peppered once, you just. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but then, I kept it pretty uh, cool. TC, Otis, and uh, Tim Neville was sitting around the fire. We're all eating ribs, and then we had several beers in us. And I went over and got the can because they ain't heard about, about this yet. So I'm over there. I'm like, shit, the, the safety broke. What are you supposed to do with this? And I'm like, you know, acting drunk and like pointing it at everybody. And TC's just eyes are like glued on it, like making sure nothing goes down. And I'm like, the safety broke. How, have you guys ever had one of the safeties break? And then I just, just, I, I don't, I try not to keep it, you know, not get it in the fire, obviously, because I think it's flammable still. But I just like, just set it off right in front of all of them. TC turns around like he's going to run over the bench he's sitting on. And it it was a it was a good one. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's it, it, That's the worst that happened. I mean, otherwise it was pretty pretty smooth for some. That's gold, though. Race of fluke luck. So no injuries, no no bear spray issues. Everybody lived. Uh, Three no, bears. We're died. getting kind of boring. We're getting yeah. kind of boring. We didn't, we didn't mess up when we killed bears. I don't know. This we is good. Something, something else. Guys, got to yeah. figure it out now. Yeah, we're gonna have to retire. Yeah, had a good stretch. We had Bob's gonna have to write another book. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got one chapter ready now. I guess perfect. It's good enough. <laughs> one chapter for the next book. All right, but yeah, was that cover it? I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything unless you guys had something else specifically. That you no, I think about. I think we got like an hour and forty five minutes in here. We did all right. Yeah, I do want to know. Does uh the Schaefer have his stand hung on that beech tree yet? Because it's only a month away. Oh, month and a half away. Two That's months. Two months. Schaefer. Two months. You had me nervous there for a second. I, I it's not hung yet, but I was like, "Holy crap! Is it that close?" Yeah, summer's <laughs> flying by, man. Almost July. Hey, we should uh we should we should bring up uh the uh, the cold shot challenge. Schaefer, since we're coming to a, a time wrapping this up, the cold shot challenge is coming to an end. What? Yeah, uh, we're I'm end. We're about ending it. Dissipating. Yeah, it's 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 ending. It'll be ending um, the day before. Post etar. Yeah, post etar or pre etar. Yeah. Pre etar. About to be a day. Die hard. No, you date. still got time. You got like two and a half weeks, I think. Okay. If you're wondering, it is extremely difficult to come up with something halfway original, especially without like, typing Archer's Choice every yeah. day. Five thirty <laughs> in the morning, when I'm sitting on my couch, rub my dog's belly because that's what I have to do every morning, or else I'm not allowed to leave the house. I, I'm sitting there trying to come up with a shot because I know Schaefer's oh. going to kind of he's he bailed out on me like three weeks ago. He stopped doing them. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't kick in. <laughs> um, so 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 I, I'm I'm running out of ideas. Schaefer runs out of his one idea a week. So we came up with a new idea. <laughs> so we're going to tie that. We're going to wrap up the cold shot challenge. It's going to end. We'll say the Sunday before ETAR because I'm leaving Monday and I'm not going to have time to do one. So Sunday before ETAR, which I believe is the 21st. 
and we're going to do ETAR. We're going to have a good old time up there. We're not going to worry about any of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do one up there live with anybody who wants to do one. How's that? Live, I don't know for that live, popular. live that cold shot is- challenge. First thing in the morning, we'll we'll do a cold shot challenge. Maybe like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. But immediately following ETAR is going to start the Broadhead Challenge. Oh Lord! And it's going to take place on Full Draw Friday, of course. Well, naturally. So what this is going to be is this is, is going to be you have to. I'm trying to appease Schaefer and get him more involved. You have to sh- you have to shoot a broadhead. Yeah. All right. He so this is right up his alley. I mean, like the dude. Shoot, the trees. Yeah, he shoots broadheads at everybody's targets. So I mean, it's just he it's just. You don't care about your targets, your right. yard. No, no, it's Schaefer's. It's a typical day in Schaefer's life. So just shoot broadheads. So what we're going to do is every Friday leading up until our hunting season opens, we're going to have a broadhead challenge. And basically, it's going to be a uh, hunting situation. It's going to be realistic. We're done with, well, we might not be done with 60-yard shots. But still, it's going to be more of a hunting-oriented situation where you're only shooting broadheads. So, And it's going to be one a week. So that's where we're at. The, the cold shot has run its course for the season, but it will be back. Perfect. Okay. I've got a, that's I've got that's a cold about shot. it. What's that? I got a cold shot for Schaefer. This is going to be a little he, bit off the wall. He needs help, so go for it. I want you to do a cold shot into a deer less than twenty yards. That's your that's your that's your cold shot challenge for or, this. Or one. a bear. Or a bear. Are we talking <laughs> real real life here? <laughs> a real deer. A real deer. This season. This Inside season. The pressure's yards. on. Cold shot. Broadhead shot. That's your challenge. Uh, that that I am hoping to do. That is a, a yearly goal, so to speak. He might be coming to PA this year. He said he was going to, so I'm going to kind of hold him to it. So maybe yeah, that will come. There's to a there's a few tentative travel plans at the moment. Mm-hmm. So hoping to raise the odds with the price of meat. It'd be nice to actually have meat in the freezer. <laughs> so awesome. back in the town, uh, I didn't ever told Bob this. I got back in the town. And I was like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to like eat a big meal. You know, we've been eating out of a cooler and shit for two weeks. I, I called uh pizza hut and oh, I was like, let me get some chicken wings. Like, what do they come in? And they were like, guy was like, uh, eight, 12 or 18 or something like that. 10, 12 or 18. I was like, give me 18 wings, you know, hot Buffalo or whatever. And he said that would be 3870 or something like that. What? I was like, what? Uh, how many wings is that? He's like eight. And I was like, that's like $2 and something a wing. And he's like, yeah, people's been mad about that here lately. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to cancel that. <laughs> Retract that order. Yeah. $38 for 18 chicken wings. What the hell? That's insane, man. That's... And you know, they're coming out of a frozen bag. You know, I just bought, I, I just yeah. bought. Let me think about this too. There's like 24, 28 wings. Like I got to cut them, you know, I got to cut the little dinger off them and then split the wing from the, the, the drummer. Um, I think they were 13 bucks at, at, at our local grocery store. Does that, that how many of them? How many? I think there's 24 or 28. So it actually makes 
13 bucks. Cents. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, and, and I, I, I grill them. I put them in the grill. I throw, I throw tinfoil down on the bottom rack and put them on the top rack and I grill them yeah. for like 45, 50 minutes and they come off like super crispy. So they're better than like, obviously healthier, healthier than fried. But, and I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll, uh, I'll brush on olive oil and I'll usually put like shifties on them. Huh. Have you, yeah. ever, have you had shifties yet? Uh-uh. Oh, dude. It's, it's the best. The, it's it, the, the best seasoning ever. It's got coffee grains in it. And, uh, we, we, uh, my wife is addicted to it. We put it on everything. We put it on our pork. We put it on chicken. Um, and they make a hot one. It's like, it's got red pepper flakes in it. And I, I oh, put yeah. the, I put that on my wings. And then when they're done, I actually dip them in my wing sauce and they're freaking dynamite. Huh. I know my dynamite. <laughs> I like wings, dude. I really, really like wings. I love wings. Yeah, but that's just, I mean, and, and they're getting expensive. We went to, uh, we went to a restaurant the other night, not to get off topic too much, but I went to order wings and we just got back from Maine, right? And like everywhere you go, it's like lobster market price. Well, this place was local here in Pennsylvania and their wings said market price. And I was like, holy crap. Are, what does that mean? Are they really that expensive? I mean, like, what's going on here with the wings? There was no, there was huh. no price on the menu. It was market price. I was like, "Holy jeez, that's crazy!" You have a market price on chicken wings. I remember not too long ago, man, paying fifteen cents for a wing on wing night. Oh yeah, yeah. 50, yeah. fifty cents. Yeah, fifteen, fifteen. Yeah. I used to pay fifteen cents down gins here in, in town. It's terrible. We uh, we drove into town to check in my bear. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up meeting a couple. One of them was from uh, the girl was from Argentina, and and the guy was from uh, Patagonia, I think. Oh wow! Or vice versa, whatever. And uh, you know, they were from California, come out there to Bozeman for vacation, and and uh, uh, I uh, was talking to them, and you know, they were asking about like you know what that was and stuff, and I was like, oh, it's a bear, and they were like, oh no no way I've never seen a dead animal before. And like, we're sitting here like having this conversation with these people that are obviously from the city. And like, you could tell like at the very beginning, they were just like not happy with what was going on. And the woman was like, Oh, that's a wee little bear and blah, blah, blah. And then, and she, she like walked across the road and like come back. And she was like, can I get a picture of this? You know, it's really cool. And I showed her the teeth and I pulled out the hide and stretched it across my tailgate. And she's like, Oh, okay. See it's skin. So she thought like the whole bear was in the backpack, like that. It was a bear that was the size of a Kafaru 44 mag. Wow. And we, we, we started talking to her and she was like, what do you do with the bear? I was like, we eat the bear. And she's like, you eat it. And I was like, yeah, we don't, we don't kill anything. We don't eat. And I got the, uh, no, it was the Cabela's Alaskan two. The bear was in, I got my Kafaru and it was 60 pounds of meat in it. And I put it on the ground. I said, lift that up. And she couldn't lift it. And her husband came over and lifted it. He's like, wow, that's really heavy. And I was like, how much would that cost if you went to the, the, the store and bought that much meat? And he was like, oh, hundreds of dollars. And I was like, yeah, that's what we get out of going up here. And, and we shoot this bear. We put it in a backpack. We, we, you know, we, we pack it out. We butcher it. We freeze it. And that's what we eat throughout the year. And you could see their demeanor. Bob can attest to this. You could see them switch a uh, 180 degrees and talking to us for five minutes that's awesome oh for sure it was that very is freaking cool. cool 
That is really cool. You know, and the person checking in the bear was just like, oh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of bear here, like, you know, in the area where they shot it, you know. We got a whole bunch of bear there. You know, they eat a lot of elk calves, eat a lot of deer calves. You know, they're a problem, and people come here, and they they shoot them, and they're really good to eat, and blah, blah, blah. And it was it was cool. They walked away, and I told Bob, I was like, we 100% changed their idea of hunting in five minutes. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. I think That's freaking cool. Yeah. It's amazing what slightly in you know, being slightly informed will do. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine if people would just listen, just, just yeah. speaking normally or what, yeah. you know. instead of just yelling. Yep. Well, yeah, or yeah. What, you know, give them some sort of formulated sentences on what you're doing with the bear, or how yep. you got the bear instead of, well, you know, I just read an article somewhere. I don't know where the hell it was, but it was somebody talking about vegans and them understanding hunting more than they could understand people who go and buy their meat. Like it was like vegans have an easier time understanding guys that hunt for their meat than people that go and buy their meat at a grocery store. hundred percent. I get it. I mean, I, yeah. I I'm pretty sure it sure makes you sense. Could, you could sit me down with a vegan and we could have a de- decent conversation and they would understand my perspective and I would understand their perspective by the end of the conversation. Hmm. I, I bet you really good. Friend. Good. What's that? I was just saying, I had a really good friend in college that, uh, her name was Rowan and she was a vegetarian. Her family owned a wildlife rehabilitation center and she was just really against hunting. And, and I, I talked with her, we had classes for a couple of years together and, uh, um, we'd go have a beer and whatnot. And she told me one day, she was like, if, if every hunter was like you, there wouldn't be anti hunters. And it's like, taking the time to have those conversations with people and explaining to them what you're doing. And we even told that woman, we're like, you know, between me and Bob, we spent over $600 to the state of Idaho this year to hunt these bears. Like we are contributing money and that's where the money goes to pay biologists that to go out and do the studies. That's that, you know, put fuel in their vehicles to do, to do whatever, you know, population studies and whatnot. You know, these, this is what pays for the wildlife that is there. Like, this is why we even have wildlife here. Man, man, I don't want to sound like all conversations with these people and not, not see it as we are on different teams, but I mean, if they're level headed, people would be on the same team. If they just choose not to take part in it, that's, that's their decision. But yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of that. Like when you're checking bears in there, cause there's a lot of, lot of different types of folks that show up and that's not the first time that somebody's been interested in what you're doing and usually i would say every time i've been around it's usually a positive experience where they ask some questions and you answer the questions and i mean so that's cool yeah and people get weirded out by bears 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 are a tough one yeah you know what i i don't want to make it sound like elitist or whatever but i really think the guys who are hunting with traditional equipment have a different perspective when it comes to hunting than other hunters. And I think, I I think our approach is easier to understand than the dudes that are just rolling out for two weeks a year with a rifle and shooting whatever the hell they see. When I was hunting in Colorado, me, Scotty and George was hiking up to this high mountain lake. We were uh, mule deer hunting we kept running into hikers. I mean, if you ever hunted Colorado, they stink eye, man. The ass load of hikers. Every one of them we talked to loved the 
back that we were hunting with a traditional bow. Yeah. We would make it a point to have a conversation with them and they'd be like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, we're hunting mule deer. Like, are you hunting with that? You know? And it's like, Oh, that's, you know, these people that have these, you know, and I don't even know how, you know, they didn't know any of the terms, but just to see what the general public sees, what what thinks of a compound bow, this, Mm -hmm. this, or a gun recognized or a rifle, but you know, it wasn't rifle season, but they were, they were talking about this mechanized contraption. That's, you know, it's, it's a, I mean, they're, they're really hunting on a, like a, it's a, I don't know what the hell would be the word. A technicality. Like it's, it's, they're technically bow hunting. They're hunting on a technicality is all it is. Yeah, I get and that. And the general po- yep. population, the general population sees that. Yeah. They see that, they see that compound hunter as somebody that's willing to take every single advantage they can on the animal. Mm-hmm. Where we're, we're, our, play, our playing field's a little more even. What is it? Our our playing field's a little more even. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. the general population that way. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's going to be a really a really important tool in the in the the longevity of hunting is yeah. understanding that. Yeah, I can see anyone that found out what I was hunting with, and if they had any reservations, still had reservations afterwards. Right, 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 right. Like. At, that's they're just like oh yeah that's really wild like what's that like like you do that yeah because because this stuff ain't easy and 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 like i said i mean it's not trying to be an elitist or anything like that i think it's uh when you use a lot more time and commitment when you you use equipment that limits it your yourself as much as a a recurve or a longbow does you have a different perspective on hunting (laughs) you do yeah it's cool it's awesome that's why we do around. it. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's a puppy. There's some booms outside. Lulu had to come and hang out on the on my lap. Oh, <laughs> God, God bless her on Tuesday, huh? Thunder buddies. Thunder yeah, buddies. She had to come, come, come slither on up. When the explosives start going off Tuesday, look out. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth of July is a rough time around here. Yeah. I, I, my old dog, she did not like explosives. Yeah. Nope. The old one, he's the new one now. Well, he's not new. He's gonna be six in a couple months. But uh, he's uh, he's a little not bright enough to understand. Oh, Ollie, the new guy. Walt, Walter. 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 The old the old man who's only gonna be six. So, all right, fellas, let's wrap this sucker up because I want to go to bed. That does sound wonderful. This was this is a fun episode, I- and, and guys, thank you because this was last minute. We had a cancellation oh, today. And uh, I was like, those guys are getting back. I needed to hear our story. And you were like, man, I really want to get this story. And I was still on the ride home. Like my ass, my ass cheeks are still like depressed in the seat. <laughs> I know. Or, I was calling you from this morning from go. our office. I was like, where are you? I'm really excited. Turns yes. out you got a cancellation. We had a cancellation and you were the first person. I was like, so I, I literally got going. a text message that said guy backed out. Do you have any plans? And then instantly after that, he's like, never mind. Got a plan. I got this. I'm calling Bob. (laughs) And I was like, hey, you think you and Colton want to be in tonight? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm calling Colton next. So the cooler, like the plan was to cut it up this evening, but you hung with us instead. Yeah. Awesome, man. No, seriously, guys, I, this, this couldn't have worked out better. Cause I I was like, you two have definitely, uh, I think been on the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brad, 
badass Brad's gonna be pissed. I mean, he's coming from behind right now. Yeah, we're we're the I mean, Brad, uh, Babs is number two. Brad, Brad was our guy for for like the longest time of being the most on the most episodes, and then I think Bob, you tied him. I was. On I think two. Colton's been on more than Bob. I maybe it's Colton tied him, and now and now Brad's like he's behind. We're gonna have to get him back on again. The episode's gonna be ten seconds well, long. Well, 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 well. He was he was just on the last one though. Me and Colton both had one each, and then we did one together. So we're at two. This is like our third one together. Either you guys, either you guys coming out next month. Uh, next month. We were talking about it. I got to figure out. There's a family camping trip that I need to look at the calendar and figure out what it, when it is. Okay. But uh, we were definitely. It's been talked about. about going out to Etar. That would that I would love to have you guys out there. That would be fun as hell. I think I think Colton's kind of, kind of in in so. Cold, if you're I go, in. I, Bob, I'm away, so he don't have a choice. Game on, let's do this. <laughs> Just kidnap him. Cold yeah. can tell mom I'm sorry. We took him with. Yeah, Bob, bring bring a couple bows and, and call it a business trip. Right I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. There, done. We'll see, we'll see you guys next month. <laughs> and we can do episode four. There you go. And that being said, everybody, Bob and Colton will be at Etar. <laughs> laying it down <laughs> no pressure <laughs> awesome what, and, and the dogs too yeah no no this dog's not coming she'll bite you <laughs> awesome guys oh, thank you so wonderful. very much appreciate thank you hoot. and and what a freaking what a freaking adventure you guys had that's awesome yeah it was a hell time awesome all right thanks uh, fellas thank you just wanted to take a quick moment here and thank everybody for listening and a special thanks to our partners addictive archery great northern quivers and safari tough also if you have a moment please consider leaving a review till next time thanks for listening to the broken arrow traditional bow hunting podcast